precious than silver or gold. Thank you for the angels, Father God, who assemble themselves together here, Father. The angels, hallelujah, natural, the spiritual angels, the angels, the angels, the angels, the angels in the sanctuary. Thank you, Father God, that there are angels all around us. Angels all around us. Angels, angels everywhere all around us. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for they look after us. They care for us. They look beyond our fault and they see our need. And oh God, oh God, oh God, thank you for the joy. 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 The joy of the Lord is our strength. And God, you are great. And God, you are good. And we thank you this morning for for being alive. And thank you for being in the land of the living. Thank you, Father God, for looking beyond our fault and seeing our need. Thank you, Father God, for understanding how much we need you and how bad we need you. Father, even though when we don't sometimes realize how much we really in need of you. God, you look beyond our fault. greater harvest is constantly aware that I might move and do anything. Hallelujah. Because I believe God is always in control. And sometimes traditionally speaking, things just ought not be. But we adjust and overcome. God, we thank you for being an overcomer in you. Thank you for being an overcomer in you. We have overcomers in the sanctuary. Yes, we do. The joy of the Lord is our strength and our hope and our guide. We look to you, Father God, as the author and the finisher of our faith, knowing, Father, that greater is he that lives within us and he that lives within this world. In Jesus' name, we do pray, and we lift our hands in the sanctuary, and we bless the name of the Lord. We lift our hands in the sanctuary, and we bless the name of the Lord. For we know who we are. We know whose we are. We know who called us. We know who blessed us. We know, God, that it is you. We exist not on our own, but because of you. And Father God, we thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you for Jesus. Jesus, you're the strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're the center of our joy. You are our strength. Hallelujah. You are the center of our peace. You are our strength, Father God, and you are the hope of our tomorrow. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that earth has no sorrows. Hallelujah. That heaven cannot bear. Thank you, Father God, for being burden bearers in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we love you today. Lord, we love you today. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Today. Today, today, today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This has been a week as we're still standing. This has been a week. Hallelujah. We may not have experienced what others have experienced, but this has been a week. Somebody help me say, I've had a week. I've had a week. Come on. I've had a week. I had a week. We're going someplace with this. I've had a week. Hallelujah. I've had a week. A week of trials, amen. A week of circumstances, a week of situations, but God brought us through. That week is over. Look where he brought me from. Look where he brought us from. We may have been walking in darkness, now we're walking in the light. Look where he brought us from. And we are excited today. Somebody say higher hope. Higher hope. We have higher hope. We look at the circumstances that surround us and they are what? R-E-A-L spells what? Real. The circumstances around us are real. Amen. People are traumatized. A fear has, has, has overcome and almost embraced, Father. But God is able. God is able. We have higher hope today. We have higher hope today. Hallelujah. And that is in Jesus Christ. That is in 
Jesus Christ. I have, and I need some help today. I need some help today. I tell you, I really need some help today because God blessed me with a song and I'm, I'm, I'm tap, I'm tap, tap dancing, trying to creep up on it. Hallelujah. Cause I've got to, I gotta, I've got to take that dive. This is like being on the high diving board. I have to admit it. The, the 20 foot diving board, if you're not, you know, a swimmer and, and you got to step off. Uh-huh. How many has ever been there in life? There's some, oh, thank you, Jesus. You've been, been, been there. Amen. On that diving board. Praise God. In the Marine Corps, you have no choice. <laughs> Once you get up there, you got to go off. And if you don't go off, if throw you off. But in life, amen, we have to make those choices. We're going to make that choice today. Hallelujah. Amen. It sounded good in the back. But Lord knows what's happening. What's the cost of a blessing? Count it all joy. What's the cost of a blessing? 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 Count it all joy. What's the cost of a blessing? Come on, what's the cost of a blessing? 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 Count it all joy. Count it all joy. What's the cost of a blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? Hey, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. What's the cost of a blessing? What's the cost of a blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? Hey, count it all joy. Hey, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Hey, count it all joy. What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessings? I've got joy like a river. Count it all joy. I've got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river. And I'm counting all joy. Hallelujah. Joy, joy, joy. Joy, joy, joy. Count it all joy. Hey, count it all joy. Listen, God's got a blessing for you. Hallelujah. God's got a blessing for you. Hallelujah. You can have it. Reach up and grab it. God's got a blessing for you. Come on, saints. God's got a blessing for you. Hallelujah. God's got a blessing for you. Hallelujah. You can have it. Reach up and grab it. God's got a blessing for you. Thank you, Jesus. God's got a blessing for you. Yes. God's got a blessing for you. Yes, Lord. You can have it, reach up and grab it. God's got a blessing for you. Hallelujah. What's the cost of my blessing? Count it all joy. What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? What's the cost of my blessing? Hallelujah. Count it all joy. Count it all joy this morning. Count it all joy, count it all joy. Count it all joy, count it all joy. 
Ah, we've been here a long time on this country, in this land. Amen. And somebody may have wrote the song four, five times ago. But when I was, hallelujah, in prayer this morning, I got up and started running around the church singing, count it all joy, count it all joy, count it all joy. Even though we go through diverse temptations, count it all joy, count it all joy. So somebody can tell me what the message is today, right? Count it all joy. (laughs) Count it all joy. Hallelujah. What's the cost of our blessings? Count it all joy. What's the cost of getting into that blessing? Count it all joy. What's the cost of getting to that blessing? Count it all joy. Now, is that a great cost? Is it a great charge? Yes, it is, because we've got to count it all joy no matter where we are. We got to count it all joy, no matter what's going on in our lives. We've got to count it all joy. And it can't be fake joy. <laughs> it can't be fake joy. Hallelujah. Fake joy not going to get you anywhere. Hallelujah. Fake joy not going to get you anywhere. Because fake joy can't get you to the strength of joy. Because the Bible said that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So the only way that we can get the real joy that we need We've got to get to the Lord. Hallelujah. And we can only get through God, clean hands, clean hearts. And they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. And so spirit and in truth will walk you into a place where you can give God your very best. Hallelujah. Just give God your very best. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Every time you look out, amen, you might find somebody who does something better than you. Hallelujah. And it's only better than you because you look at yourself and we are our own worst critics and we are more harder on ourselves than anybody else. And so in our minds, amen, he tells us that we are not as good as A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But somebody said better, better. Hallelujah. We got to make an affirmation right here. I just feel this affirmation. Praise God. Haven't done it in a while. Engineered for success. Designed for accomplishments. And anointed with seeds of greatness. Engineered for success. Designed for accomplishments. And anointed with seeds of greatness. Now, y'all got to say that like we mean it. Hallelujah. Because I don't want to yell in the mic like I'm the only one in here. Engineered for success. Designed for accomplishments. And I'm anointed with seeds of greatness. Great is the Lord. Because he's great on the inside of me. And no matter what's going on. God. Y'all don't hear me. God is greatly to be praised, to be praised. And when I praise him, when I praise him, when praises go up, blessings come down. I'm receiving my blessings. Oh, I'm receiving my blessings right now because God is an on-time God. I'm trying to come. God is an on-time God. God is an on-time God. Ask me how I know. Because he keeps showing up. And he's always on time. He's never late. And when he shows up, everything comes with him. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. He's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sing it, but I feel it. He's an on-time God. I got a lot of stuff to cover up. He's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. Somebody's going through something right now. Just help me say on time. He's on time. He's my God. He's our God. And he's on time. He's never late. And he comes in a hurry. Not in my hurry, but in his hurry. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. And if we want God to come on in and come on in faster and quicker, we got to lift up a praise. We got to raise a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 See, 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 sometimes we find that uh, the world is somewhat of a copycat. (laughs) They see us doing things and they copy. Hallelujah. When they want a party and the party is at the peak of the party. Hallelujah. They'll say, come on and raise the roof. 
Come on and raise the roof. You see them out there on the dance floor raising the roof. Hallelujah. But what roof are they raising? How much more when the saints of God gather in the house of God begin to raise, begin to raise, begin to raise the roof. Hallelujah. Because we have purpose to praise him. Hallelujah. We have purpose to praise him. We have purpose to lift up the name of Jesus. There ain't nobody like the Lord. Can't nobody do me. Can't nobody do me. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. We'll still be praising God. Hallelujah. But we're going we're gonna to allow God to continue to bless us. Come on and say it with me again. What's the cost of a blessing? You must count it all joy. What's the cost of my blessing? We must count it all joy. Our scripture text this morning is James chapter 1, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. We'll get back with that later. To start our week, hallelujah, new studies released that, that law enforcement is responsible for the death of, of at least three people a day. Three people a day. And one in five, amen, are as a result of domestic violence. And surprisingly enough, surprisingly enough, this administration has already introduced a crime bill, a crime bill that should help us move through these uh, terrible trying times. Amen. Uh, Letitia James, you may be familiar with that name. She is the attorney general for New York, for, for the state of New York. And what she revealed is that Governor Cuomo, amen, uh, the New York, he has harassed 11 women, hallelujah, in his time in office. And uh, he claims, of course, that he denied that, praise God, and we'll look at that later. Uh, Biden's office said they called him and wanted him to uh, put in his, tender his resignation. Come on in, tender his resignation. Welcome, praise God. Come on in and tender his resignation, but uh, Governor Cuomo said that he never knew a man or he never received that call. So it's one person's word against another. Hallelujah. But during the most critical times, amen, in the early pandemic, we also find that the state of New York, because it was hit the hardest, what was going on then, they had bodies outside of hospitals in U-Hauls and things of that nature. So New York, we need to really pray for New York City, which I spent at least 12 of my adult years there. And, you know, the gerrymandering, gerrymandering in the White House where they're not taking care of business. They're not taking care of business. They just won't do anything, amen. They, 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 they've forgotten, amen, hmm, a lot. They've forgotten a lot. But we, the people, we have to continue to press on and press in. I want to let you know, praise God, that uh, they are gerrymandering because they want to make sure that they can recapture, you know, the White House in 2022. We cannot wait, amen. We've got to pray. We've got to press. We've got to vote. We can't wait. We've got to exercise our freeness in God. We've got to exercise our freeness in God because we do not have to request the Caesar, the oppressor, amen, for freedom. The Bible said those who are free in Christ Jesus are free indeed. Do we have any free people? Amen. Clap your hands, free people, because Jesus Christ has granted us freedom through what he experienced on the cross. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, five days after the moratorium was uh, stopped by an administration, pushed it out, so now we have the landlords coming in to sue, and by right, they're coming in to sue because, you see, the United States government, the federal government, put into all states, amen, money to help close that gap. And so what's happening is the money is sitting there. They expend a little bit of the money, but there's still money sitting there, and the federal government is sending more money in, and our state is sitting on the funds. So why don't we do what we should do, and then we could have less problems than what we have today. So there is issues, somebody say issues, issues, 
issues, and it's all right. Hallelujah. And so we got we to gotta talk a little bit about the Delta variants and what's going on with it, praise God. And right now, Africa, our motherland, is really suffering as other areas are suffering. But we've got to understand that, that, that even though the hospitals are being overcrowded and other things are happening, 80, 80% increase in death in the last month in our motherland. But I'm telling you, the prayer go out for Mother Africa. God said, God said something, and this is just excerpts, amen. God said that um, it won't be water next time. It won't be water next time. So we have wildfires, amen, and not only in California, but there's wildfires in Russia, wildfires in Turkey, wildfires in Greece, wildfires in Italy, huh, just to name a few. Meanwhile, right here, somebody say right here, right here, the Dixie fire, amen, is moving. It has totally engulfed and disintegrated the city of Greenville, amen, a small little mountain town, and it's burning in two counties. Somebody say two counties, two counties, amen. We have not lost that much in a while. I've got the numbers there, but I feel the Holy Ghost pushing me to this word. <laughs> so meanwhile, this is a great and the greatest fire that we've ever had. And go out there and look. Don't, don't be a, 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 well, let me stay, let me stay here. Let me, let me not get in trouble too early. <laughs> Father, we stand today. We stand today, not as them who don't have hope. But we stand today, Father, as hope. And we've got higher hope. Somebody say higher hope. We've got higher hope. Amen. As we lift up the name of Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus in the White House. Jesus. Jesus across our country. Jesus everywhere. We lift up the name of Jesus. Our strength, our source, our joy, our power, our everything. We lift up the name of Jesus. In every city council, we lift up the name of Hallelujah. For every mayor, we lift up the name of. For every law enforcement person, we lift up the name of. For all of our first responders, we lift up the name of. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And there's power in this room. Somebody say power right here. Power right here. We got to believe there's power right here. Where is the power? The power in is us, is in us. So one put away a thousand, two put away ten thousand, whatever mathematician out here, let me know what that is. One put away a thousand, two put away ten thousand. Do the math. And doing the math means all we got to do is speak it and believe it. Hallelujah. Can anybody speak it and believe it? Amen. Love conquers all. Father, the Delta variants, hallelujah, wherever it is and whatever it's doing, Father God, continue to help us. Help us. Help them in Africa right now the most hardest hit but Father God it is still moving we don't operate through fear God we operate in knowing hallelujah and not head knowledge we know heart knowledge because you see head knowledge will take you so far but the knowledge in our heart when you take that word know and reverse it in the Greek there's a consciousness that takes place here somebody say I'm conscious in my heart that I can do all things that we can do all things through Jesus, who strengthens us. Anybody got any strength today? Come on and give God a hand, Craig. We've got strength today. We've got strength today. Why? Because we can touch and agree. Right now, we're gathered together with like minds. Amen. Nobody held a gun for you to get here. You came because you chose to be here. Made an active, conscious, intentional choice. And God says, because of your choice, amen, I'm going to bless you. That's what the word, because of your choice, I'm going to bless you. Because he gave that word to Abraham and it descends, comes all, all the way over unto us. I'm Abraham's seed. We're Abraham's seed. We are in, we are in that royal priesthood, in this holy family. I know there's a lot of things that come to us on a daily basis. Hallelujah. Because he wants, Satan wants to possess our gates. What gates does he want to possess? Our eye gate and our ear gate. But he can only get here if he gets here and here. And we are responsible for making sure 
that we are fortified in our hearts. Fortification doesn't start from outside coming in. Fortification comes from the inside out. That's why the joy of the Lord is my strength to continue to push me, elevate me, move me where I need to be. And where do we need to be? Somebody asked me where? In the will of God. Hallelujah. In the will of God. Because when we're in the will of God, we are confident and we know, hallelujah, that everything that's going on in my life is working together for the good. Somebody say, it's good for me. Oh, help me. It's good for me. It's good for me. It don't feel good right now. I'm not sure what my next step is, but this is good for me. Because I know that my father, our father, has our best interests at hand. Hallelujah. When I don't know, God knows. When I went left, he's guided me back right. When I thought he said right, he's guided me back left. When I wanted to back up, he nudged me forward. And I know he's done the same for you. Hallelujah. What's the cost? What's the cost? What's the cost of a blessing? You must count it all joy. You must count it all joy. None of my stuff worked today. So because the enemy tried to trip me, hallelujah, I just keep getting up. If you get tripped by the enemy, just get back up. Hallelujah. You know, our, our young children, our kids, we've seen it. We had our toddlers, praise God, and they would fall and they would really be hurt, but they would jump back up. And then we had to learn as parents. We were like, oh, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? They'll bust out and start crying. But if we just said, you all right, you all right. We, what we began to do is begin to train them on how to work through stuff. So we have got to understand we cannot react to everything. And that's what patience does when we find ourselves being caught here. How often, how often do you find yourself in the midst of despair or a bout of loneliness and begin to doubt our father? We begin to doubt our faith in God. Don't be ashamed to admit it because you are not alone. Even in the most fateful quadrants, we all have wavered in the face of despair. I'll raise both hands. Take John, for example. John was in prison. I'm talking about the John, the forerunner. I'm talking about John, who Elizabeth was his mother. I'm talking about the John Amen. That when Mary was found with child and Mary was going through some issues and Mary went to visit uh, Elizabeth. And the Bible says that John in Elizabeth's wound leaped when Mary appeared because John was the forerunner. I'm talking about this John who knew who he was. I'm talking about this John the Baptist, the man who had a word from God. He said he he and, 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 and God sent him out to preach. Amen. Could you imagine Let's imagine, let's imagine, let's imagine John, 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 John. He was there to foretell that Jesus was coming. Uh-huh. And the proper traditional way to deliver that message was where? In the synagogue, in the temple. But where was John? John was out in the wilderness. Totally, totally untraditional. Praise God. He was out in the wilderness. But then there were some hungry people. Or there were some curious people. Or there were some people looking for a show. Or there were some people that just got together and said, hey, let's go out here and see what's going on. They had to go out in the wilderness where John was. They had to be intentional about doing that. And John was out there, and he was not dressed in the robes of the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, and the scribe. He had on uh, land. He had on what animal skins, and and he didn't have a refrigerator out there. Hallelujah! He didn't have grub hub and to bring him no food. Praise God! The only thing he had what was out there. Hallelujah! John the Baptist. Now, if God has done all this through you and in you, you should have had some confidence, right? Hallelujah. When we look at John, uh, we're not, we're not uh, beating John over the head. We're just talking about the realness in John. So John found himself in a place of doubt. And despair was overtaking him because of the circumstances that he was facing. So take John. He's waiting in jail. Somebody say in jail. He's waiting in jail. 
His doubt causes him, amen, to send out a question, praise God. And Luke writes it this way in Luke 7 and 19. And John, calling unto him two of his disciples, he sent them to Jesus. Art thou the one to come? In other words, John just said, amen. He sent them to ask the Lord, are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? That's John. Amen. John, who while he was out in the wilderness, Jesus appeared. And he automatically, he knew Jesus when he was in the womb. Hallelujah. So when Jesus appeared, he automatically knew who he was. And he responded to Jesus. He said, I'm not worthy to even unlash your sneak. He said, suffer it to be so. So the baptism, hallelujah, took place. John did that. John was there. John was involved in that. Saints of the Most High God, you and I have had encounters with the Lord. We have had encounters with Jesus. And sometimes because of the encounters with Jesus, sometimes we may question. Hallelujah. And this point is, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. So John was a little bit confused because the reports he received about Jesus were unexpected and incomplete. Just like reports we get from our news feeds today, all day they're trying to is increase their ratings, but in these news feeds that we're getting, they're giving half of everything. So John was getting half of everything. Plus, he was in prison. He was snatched out of everything. If he was still in the wilderness preaching, it probably would have never affected him. But he was inside, and he was getting half of what was going on. So he asked a question. Somebody say it's all right to ask a question. Yes, John's, John's doubt were natural. Somebody say natural. Natural doubts, and Jesus didn't rebuke John for having the doubt. Did we catch that? Jesus didn't rebuke John for having the doubt. We can all take a page out of that move by Jesus. Instead of Jesus responding in a way that John, and instead of, of rebuking, Jesus responded in a way that John would understand. Jesus began to explain that he had, what he had accomplished, what the Messiah was supposed to do. Ah, we have to understand that once we have that confirmation from God, that we have accomplished what the Holy Ghost has given us to do, praise God, we realize then that we cannot be in misinformed by what I may come to our ear gate and what may come to our eye gate. Example, you put your very best out there and you know you've done it and you're walking and you're just, you just want to go away from whatever the task is, maybe standing in front of people or even something with your family. You know you've done your very best. And right at the time where you're about to say, thank you, Jesus, somebody comes with a comment. Well, you know you didn't. Well, you know you could have. And you know, and you know, and you know. And so this begins to put us in a place where we begin to, to question. But let me help you people of God, let me help remind you that you have got to understand that when you've done your very best, hallelujah, God will take care of the rest. God will take care of the rest. I want to tell you something else, church. God can handle our doubts. God can handle our doubt every day of the week. And he welcomes our question. Hallelujah. I know, I know. We were taught, don't question God. And they were right in telling us that. Not questioning God for the guidance God was giving us. But if I've got to ask God a question about, I need to understand more. Help me understand. And you see, when we, each and every one of us, when we understand what's behind some things, then it's easier for others, us to accept it, easy for us to move through it. Sometimes we've had to be in situations where we would say, okay, uh, help me understand what you were thinking. Hallelujah. And once we take that time, praise God, to receive the question, and that's what Jesus does to us, gives us that opportunity so we can do that. Hallelujah. Do you have any questions about Jesus? Do you have any questions about Jesus? Well, do you know who he is? Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to tell you like my mama told me. 
You got to know him for yourself. Hallelujah. You got to know him for yourself. And anybody who knows Jesus for themselves, amen, you can begin to write the answer to your own questions because all you got to do is look in the Bible of your life. Look in the Bible of your life. So I know him as a healer, praise God. I've had two surgeries, hallelujah. I shouldn't be able to do the things I do and shouldn't be able to move the way that I move, but I believe God. I know him as a healer. And I believe, saints of the most high God, this is just me. I just believe, amen, when we need something from God, instead of a cure, somebody say, Lord, heal me. Come on, y'all. Lord, heal me. Lord, 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 heal me. I don't want to, I don't want to be cured. I want to be healed. I, 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 I want you to touch me in a way, God, to even though I'm old, amen, I'm old, but touch me in a way, God, that will have me from the inside out feeling brand new. Uh, uh, what we're able to speak out of our mouths will manifest. Let me be careful here. So I got to keep on moving a little bit. Uh, 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 he healed my body, not once, but twice, and continues to do so. I know him as a lawyer. He pleaded my case, and I was found not guilty. Not guilty in man's court, and each and every one of us, we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and in heaven's courts, we are found not guilty. Hallelujah. Man may want us to be guilty, but God has something else. I'm covered in the blood. We're covered in the blood. Amen. Somebody say covered in the blood. Jesus Christ died for us. Jesus Christ died for us. So throughout eternity, I am, we are covered in the blood. I'll testify. Amen. That the blood still works. Amen. That the blood still works. Is the blood still working in your life? Is the blood still working in your life? I see this is going to be a, 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 a day of questioning and answering, praise God. So come on and work with me. The Bible goes on to say, as we go back to who is Jesus Christ, the Bible goes on to say that he's a rose of Sharon. Uh, and Sharon, there was a, a road that literally went through a garden and roses are on either side. Roses are beautiful, praise God. Roses are beautiful, but roses have thorns on them, praise God. And if you're not careful, you'll get to experience the consciousness of great pain if we're not being careful when you handle a rose. You'll experience great pain by not being, by not being careful of handling your choices or making choices. Today, today, if there's a question concerning your relationship with God, or any lingering questions. Let's kind of deal with those questions right here and right now. Yes, now, while we are in the operating room where the Holy Ghost is, hallelujah, the master surgeon, hallelujah. So what, what am I talking about? Let's, 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 let's just leave everything on the floor, praise God. And as we continue to move, I continue to move up here, amen, I, I, I want you to, Hallelujah, allow the Spirit of God to just pull you closer to the center of the circle, which that is where Jesus is. So at the foot of the cross, praise God, and allow your mind those questions and those things that you may want to have answers to. Just release your heart. Just release your hearts this morning. Just release your hearts this morning and get those things answered. Praise God. Sometimes we are waiting for God to deliver something to us. And sometimes we've got to reach for ourselves. Somebody say reach for ourselves. Pastor, how do I reach? Well, hallelujah. How do you get blessed? Praise God. Hallelujah. By being a blessing. How do you move towards where you need to go? By being a blessing. So what's the cost of a blessing? Praise God. What's the cost of the blessing? You must count it all joy. And how do we count it all joy? Just by giving him a praise. How do we count it all joy? Hallelujah. Just by having the attitude of gratitude. If we would develop an attitude, some of our sports figures, amen. So we bounce over there and you, you know, you can call off, uh, you can call off Cole, Kobe Bryant, uh, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Simeon Biles, uh, uh, LeBron James. Uh, I, I'm talking, we see these people in their, in their place doing what they do, and they're putting it all in. Their whole heart is in it. Saints of the Most High God, what's the cost of a blessing? Just count it all joy. 
even in the midst of it. Let's move down through here uh, uh, a little bit. They gave it their all. When was the last time that you put it all on the floor of the cross? When was the last time that you dropped the mic of the cares of this world? The cares of the world will bring things to the forefront and the front door of your mind. And if it come to the front door of our minds and we're not in the right place, it'll move into our spirit. And when it moves into your, our spirit, that's where John the Baptist was earlier. He was in a place of despair, a place of despair till misery came in, a place of despair that uh, uh, hopelessness came in, a place of despair where anguish came in, a place of despair where doom and gloom came in, a place of despair where depression came in, a place of despair where dejection came in. Saints of the Most High God, there's a warning. Somebody say there's a warning. There's a warning. We know of or have experienced all of these things. And the warning is, we find in Deuteronomy chapter 7, and we have to read this because it is something that will help us move through the rest of the day and the week. You see, when the Lord, our God, brings you into a land which you are entering into to possess it. Now, this is in Deuteronomy, and this is where the children of Israel are moving from place to place. They're moving into the promises that God had promised them. And one key thing here, God blessed them with the promise bless them to move into the promised land. God also, amen, uh, uh, came, made good on his promises. But the main thing here, it was a blessing, but they still had to fight. Somebody say, I got to fight. I got to fight. I got to fight. I got to fight. The children of Israel here had to do the natural fight. But when we are where we at now, it is a spiritual fight. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal anymore. We don't have to fight that fight anymore. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. So as the scripture goes on, it says, which we are entering into, that land which they're entering to, to possess it. That means that as we go from season to season, God is elevating us, and we've got to continue to be that fortress. Amen. Allow God to make us that fortress. Allow God to give us the fortitude and the energy to keep on pressing and pushing in in the spirit. So which you uh, let me let me which you are possessing and has cleared away many nations before you. You see, God, Jesus Christ has shed his blood and we're covered in the blood. Everything is already done. All we have to do is walk in it. Somebody say walk in it. I got to walk into my blessing. You feel like walking into your blessing this morning? I got to walk into my blessing. I can't allow fear to, to cause me to be paralyzed. I got to walk into my blessing. I can't allow, amen, the disenchantment or the, or the disappointments or the despair. I can't allow any of that to stop me. I've got to walk into my blessing. Why? Because it's promised to me. Somebody said it's promised to me. So the, the Bible is written and it says right here, that I move all these nations before you. These are spirits, amen, seven evil spirits, hallelujah, and the persona of people. So you see, people, huh, we, we, are, uh, we are the uh, host, amen, of different spirits. And because of how we carry ourselves and because what we allow in, amen, spirits are motivating us to do certain things. And so the Bible clearly looks at it and uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7 said the, Hitt the Hittite, the Gergesites, the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Pergasites, the Hebites, the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than me and mightier than you. But God has already done it. Somebody say he's done it. He's done it because Jesus Christ paid it all on the cross. And when the Lord your God gives them over to you and you defeat them, they've been given over to us. All I've got to do is walk in it. When the Lord thy God huh, has given them over to you and you defeat them, then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall not make a covenant, a treaty with them, nor show mercy and compassion to them. Now, now, this thin line right here, thin line right now. Through love and kindness, Jesus drew us, so we've got to do everything in love. Amen. As we're interacting in this natural plane, but in this spiritual plane, Huh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Amen. 
We, we come to fight the good fight of, of, of faith, and we've got to move in God as such. You shall not intermarry with them. You shall not give your daughter to his son, nor shall you take his daughter for your son, for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled and burned against you, and he will quickly destroy you. But this is how you shall deal with them. You shall tear down their altars in the spirit, smash to pieces their sacred pillars in the spirit, and cut down their Asherim symbols of the goddess Asheriah and burn the graven or sculptured images in the fire. We do all of that in the spirit. We do all that in the spirit. We walk by faith and not by sight. When, we, when you are, when you are, help me, Holy Ghost, when you are committed, thank you, Jesus, when you are committed to the cause which God has called you, because every one of us, has, God has given us a purpose in our lives. Hallelujah. And the closer you get to your purpose, the more joy you'll experience. But the more that you try to pursue your purpose with passion, the more the war is waged against you. Hallelujah. I'm going to put you on notice. I'm going to put you on notice. Amen. Some of us have fought the good fight of faith. And some of us have been found guilty. And some of us have been charged in hell. Yes, we've been charged in hell. Uh, remember the scripture? Huh, remember the parable? Huh? He, uh, the enemy said, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. But who are you? It's because they had a form of godliness, but the power, they denied the power therein. There was something missing. Now, if you have any evidence, most of you, Satan knows your name. And because he knows your name, he's given everything he can to stop you and to block you. And all you got to do is stand and pursue your purpose with commitment and remember that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And saints of the most high God, I guarantee you that because of the blood that Jesus Christ shed, it will work. You will move. For you are, verse 6 here, for you are, I am, you are a holy people that set apart. Somebody say, I'm set apart. I'm not looking at the circumstances. I'm not looking at what, you, what we, don't look at what we drive. Don't look at where we live. But look at the part that we're being set apart by God. And somebody asked me, how, how, how do I know that, Pastor? Thank you. I know it because it purposed me to be here. I'm not an accident. I'm not an accident. I don't care what has happened. I don't care what is going on. I am not an accident. And my future or my past does not define who I am. Help me, Holy Ghost. My past does not define who I am. I'm a walking, talking, breathing miracle. I'm a walking, talking, breathing miracle. And I expect God to manifest in my life. And I expect God to do some things in me. Verse 6, for you are a holy people set apart to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the people on the face of the earth to be people for his own possession. Hallelujah. 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 This is his very special treasure. This, I'm a choice. God chose me. God chose you. Everything in Deuteronomy chapter 7, I'll say it again, not everything. What I read from 1 to 6, amen. There were some things and there were some commands and for that time, amen, it was natural. But today, it is a spiritual warfare. I have to say it again, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But they're mighty through pulling down a stronghold. We've had a form of godless denying the power therein. But even in that, I need a blessing. Anybody need a blessing? I need, I need, I need a blessing. I, 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 I want the blessing that God has set aside and set apart for me. Hallelujah. What's the cost of a blessing? You must count it all joy. 
Don't be discouraged when such time arise. Just know that your faith is increased with each challenge your spirit endures. Lord, help me to hold out. Lord, help me to hold on. It is these actions that gives man a steadfastness in God. Hallelujah. It's these actions that bring us nearer to God. James 1, 2, and 3 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you go through divers temptations. The word temptations here, as it's used, refers to trials or testing. It does not mean an enticement to do sin or an enticement to do evil because God doesn't do that. God challenges us. He never provokes us. He knows what we are going to do, when we're going to do it, and how we're going to do it. James doesn't say, if what, what, what James doesn't say, what James is trying to say is, if we face trials, we must face them with the right attitude. James says, we're going to experience some stuff. But we have been created to win the war. We're winners. Because the scripture says we're more than conquerors. So all I have to do is embrace the scripture. But I can't embrace the scripture if I don't know them. And I'm not saying we got to know for Bradham, Genesis, the Revelations, where the periods are, where the commas is, and the therefores, and the thous, and the thee. But I am saying we've got to know enough about Jesus Christ, the word of God, that is in our heart and in the midst of the battle. Hallelujah. Rivers of living water will spring up and be a shield and a buckler and a comfort. So James assumes that, 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 that we're going to have trials, and that is possible, amen, and it's possible for us to profit from our trials. We're not required to pretend to be happy. We're not required to pretend to be happy. We're not required to pretend to be happy. Yeah, and sometimes things slip out of and into fake it till you make it. You never will. You never will. Fake it till you make it. Nope, you never will. I'm not telling you to do anything that I do. But I'm telling you, and we experienced last yesterday in a wonderful seminar that was here, praise God. Let, let, me, let me get to these points because I'm about ready to, to, to mess it up. We're, we're not required to pretend to be happy when we face pain. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm hurting. I need you, God. He gave us our emotions. We use our emotions for a lot of things. But oh, to trust in Jesus and to depend on his word. Oh, hallelujah. Call on Jesus and, and he'll answer prayer. We have to have a positive outlook because of the results trials bring. We're not new to this. We're true to this. We've been through it, through it, through it, through it, through it. And God has blessed us every time. He's brought us out with a mighty outstretched hand. James tells us to turn our hardships into times of learning. Times of learning. Oh, you're such a failure. No, I'm learning. Oh, look at you. You messed that up. No, I messed it up and God blessed it up. I'm going to fix up what you messed up. Started my life over again. Every time we go to sleep, we get an opportunity to start this thing over again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Rough times can teach us patience. Knowing this, that the trying of our faith work is patient, many have came to, many have came to know that this is being steadfast. And when we find some other uh, words that go along with steadfast, we find a word like unmovable. How many, how many have found yourself in a place where uh, you was, your back was against the wall. 
your back was against the wall. So you couldn't turn around and go back. And you might have found yourself even wedged in the corner where you couldn't do this, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do this, and so you had to come out. And so how did you come out? You gave it all to Jesus. Hallelujah. Unshakable. Things have happened. I remember the last time I went through, I said, Lord, this is the worst thing I've ever had to. Because the last one we came out of, got that. We call that the worst till we came out on the other side. Hallelujah. I'm going through. I'm going through. I don't care what the rest of the world decides to do. I made up my mind and I ain't going to turn around. I started with my Jesus and I got to go through. We have no choice but to go through because victory is ahead of us. Unbreakable, unbreakable, just like that tree planted by the river of living water. Thou shall not, I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. I know my purpose. And we walk in it. If that does not fit the description of faith, then it doesn't even matter. Bad times are going to come and go as a test to one's strength in the Lord. Because when we go through, we come out on the other side and we're strengthened. Be not dismayed, whatever be tied, God's got a blessing for you. Let me tell you something else that goes along with questions. When God began to speak, when God spoke in existence, when God began to speak creation, hallelujah, first, second, third day, he began to speak. When God first spoke on the first day, it continued to echo into the second day. When God spoke on the second day, it echoed into the first and the uh, uh, and the second day. When God spoke on the third day, you get it, right? The first day, second day, third day. And right, it continued to echo. And now, saying to the Most High God, I have faith in God. We have faith in God. Faith brought us into the room. Faith has picked us up. Faith has, has, has engulfed us. And we're walking by faith and not by sight, even though there are some things that I don't like and there's some things, there's some changes that need to take place. Amen. What I'm getting ready to say is that we are speaking spirits. What comes out of our mouths, amen, are words. Amen. And we can speak blessings or we can speak curses. Hallelujah. Choose ye this day, which what you going to say. But in the interim, we got to understand that our words produce life. 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 We are alive. And what is the cost of a blessing? You must count it all joy. Asking God questions positions you and I to receive answers. Asking questions, we begin to speak and talk. And God is open. He's open to receive. He can receive our doubt. He can receive our worry. He can receive the things that we care about. That's who he is. And ultimately, when we speak to the universe, universal power, God himself, God himself, the universe shows us what God already has prepared for us. What God has prepared for us. Speak your dreams. Write them down. Know that God is with you. Know that God is with you. Thankful for everyone that came in this morning. I have a charge this morning. I don't think I've, Lord has unctioned me, but maybe three times in seven years. This is our seventh year. But from midnight to, to six, like I'll be asleep anyway. Make sure you give that time to the Lord. What that does is 
You're sanctifying yourself before you go to sleep. You're positioning yourself for the spirit of the Lord to speak to you. For the spirit of the Lord to speak to you. Because you see, every time we go to sleep, we have an opportunity for a revival. We have an opportunity for a revival. The spirit of God in us gets to commune with the spirit of God. The spirit does not sleep, nor does the spirit slumber. The natural mind rests. Praying, rededicating, and asking God to consecrate you from midnight to six, positioning yourself in your spirit to hear from the Lord. And then join us at 6 a.m. on the prayer line. And then see what God says in the spirit to you. What's the cost of a blessing? Count it all joy. Jesus counted it all joy in all of his process. Judgment hall to judgment hall during night court. He never said a mumbling word. Accusations that were untrue. All he said was, you said it. You said it. You said it. The witness was so powerful and so strong as some of your witnesses. Pilate had to wash his hands. I find no fault in him. But yet there were those who he came to that were in the crowd and the crowd echoed give us Barabbas it's still echoing now saints of God take your stand wherever God has planted you and be who God has called you to be let us stand We need the O, oh, we need the every hour, we need the O. Oh, bless me now, my Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
We're here in your presence, Father God. In your presence is the fullness of joy. Father God, we thank you for turning some things over. We thank you for turning some things around. We thank you for washing us over again. Wash me over. Wash me over. Wash me over again in your blood. Wash me over in your blood. Oh God, we present ourselves as living sacrifices holy unto you. Hallelujah. Which is our reasonable service on this morning. God, continue to bless our minds from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Father, bless our children and our children's children. We look to you, God. You're the author and the finisher of our faith, God, and you can do anything but fail. There's no failure in you. We thank you, Father God, for supersizing yourself this morning on the inside of us and reiterating, God, that we are your children, the sheep of your pastor. We know your voice, and we're not going to move, God, unless your voice. Give us to see. Give us ears to hear. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you and the Lord rebuke you. We have power. We have power. Power. In the name of Jesus. Joy. In the name of Jesus. Pray with me. Repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Create within me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe in his life. Hallelujah. I believe in his death and I believe in the resurrection. And father, I'm praying every day that the spirit of Jesus Christ resurrect in me, resurrect in us in the name of Jesus. And give us that power, the Holy Ghost power, the comforter to come and lead and guide me. Give me understanding and the ways of life. Help me, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Holy Ghost, have your way. Seal me again in Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. Look around, look at somebody and says, I love Jesus. He's my savior. In Jesus name. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. Thank you all for coming today. I just want to let you know. There's an old commercial. that used to come on television. And it was a Kodak commercial, a picture type commercial. And it says, turn around and you're growing, turn around, and you're grown. This is parents looking at their children. Turn around, and you're a young man, young girl, going out on your own. What are you talking about now, Pastor? As you turn around, we're growing. Turn around, we're grown. Continue to come. Continue. We, 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 we covet your prayers. Amen. Just continue to be all that God has called you to be. And watch God move in your life. Speaking blessings over your life. Blessing over our children and children's children. As children are going back to school. And government is here and there. Mass, no mass. And let's not be uh, 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 moved by that. Uh, not out of ignorance. But because we can pray. And we know that God hears our prayers. And sometimes God gives us. God gives us specific things to do that are in the circumference of who he called us to be. And that's where choice comes in. We gotta, we gotta accept what the Holy Ghost is telling us and then move out in it. God bless you. Speaking blessings over your life. Thank you for coming.